0: Inside run for Foster. Had a 56-yard touchdown a moment ago. This may go
1: for six as well. Foster, touchdown again. It's the future. Down and distance. WGNRadio.com.
0: We're a good football team. And each week, people will take notice of it. Got a lot of improvement to make, though. And we will. All right? We're not a finished product for any means. But again, this is the position we wanted to be in, heading in to North Carolina, two and zero. Touch your teammate.
2: Get it. Get it. Be North Carolina on three. One, two, three. Be, be North Carolina. Carolina. Welcome back to Down the Distance, Jared Payton, alongside my man Sean Davis. SD two mikes on Twitter. I'm at PaytonSun. P a y t o n s u n and the Illini. Getting it in, first win of the season out the opener. They won 52-3, to the win over Murray State last Saturday. Sean and I have the pleasure right now to talk to head coach of the Illini, Lovie Smith. Welcome to the show, Coach. Thanks for having me on, Jarrett, Sean. Well, you know, we start to look at uh, the one of the things that jumped out to me, Coach, is that I was just thumbing through some of the articles, and one thing that jumped out to me was – I wanted to ask you, how did it feel to be awarded the game ball following your first victory as a college head coach?
0: Well, you know, uh, on what that means, Jerry. As much as anything, you're getting a win on your first, uh, your first game. So it meant the world to me. We have a special group of men. They've done everything we've asked them to do uh, since since the first day here. Had a great training camp. But you have to get to that first game to see exactly what type of football team you are. We were better than Mary State, and we should have beaten them, and we did, and we took care of business.
1: Well, Coach, you talk about coming into a new spot, a new situation down in Illinois. It's pretty good to walk into a situation when you have a general offense that takes care of the football over three seasons at the University of Illinois. That is Wes Lunt. Talk about the leadership that he's been able to show as a captain for your fighting Illini.
0: Yeah, Sean, in an ideal world, you know, especially when you come in new, um, you look to the quarterback position. And uh, for us, yes, we had senior West Lunt, you know, Illinois product, uh, had a great high school career in our state. But what I saw from him is uh, a very bright uh, general, you know, good leader, you know, more of a leader by example. Uh, again, intelligent, makes good decisions. You know, the quarterback position, it's about protecting the ball and, uh, you know, putting the guys in the, in the right place. He can do it all. Uh, he and Garrick McGee have a great working relationship. Uh, so it, it helps quite a bit when you have a, a veteran that's been in, you know, been there before. And when you get to your senior year, you want to have, you know, a special year and do things a certain way. And that's what he's doing for us.
2: Coach, uh, another guy on that team, especially on the offense, is Keyshawn Vaughn, and you know a lot of high hopes. I got a chance to sit down with him and talk with him around media day here in Chicago. He came on my show, and I was telling him that just watching him run the football last season, that he's got something special in him. In this first game against Murray State, they're not known for their defense, but uh, he had, what, I think – Rushed the ball 17 times for only 49 yards. A lot of people were worried about that. Uh, do you see him getting better going into game two?
0: Absolutely, Jarrett. Uh, you know, just to start off with, Keyshawn Vaughn is, a, I think, a great running back. I think he can do it all. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. He's got a little size to him. He can block. He can make you miss. Uh, you know, sometimes, you know, as a running back, you want to rush the 200 yards every game, but sometimes it just doesn't happen. Uh, he'll tell you a couple of those runs could have, got, could have gotten could have gotten more yardage. Uh, he got to the second level, but it's a long season. Um, I, I just like the whole makeup of Keyshawn, and he will get opportunities to uh, carry the football for us.
1: And what about his running mate, Kendrick Foster, who came into the game with 78 rushing yards in his Illini career, and he busts out with 256-yard touchdown runs, ends up with 118 on the day. Talk about the surprise that was Kendrick Foster on Saturday.
0: Well, you know, Sean, as a backup player, you, you know you're going to have a limited amount of touches, and you need to make the most of them when you get them. And uh, that's exactly what, what Kendrick Foster did. Kendrick has had a good off season. Also, uh, he's a different runner than Keyshawn. You know, he'll make you miss, but has a little bit of size to him. But uh, he has excellent speed, and all of that was on display. You know, I think those four carries that he had. But uh, again, he's a you know a good good guy to back up in case we you know want to give Keyshawn a blow. And during the course of a year, you, you know, you, you ideally you need at least three good running backs and. And, you know, we really played for the other day.
2: Coach Smith, um, there's an article that I saw and uh, just covering sports here and covering you guys. it's uh, It kind of hit me. And I was talking with Sean today and it just happened again. I, I got goosebumps because there was a message that you had to the Illinois fans was to come back. And it kind of hit home to me of, of thinking what you were talking about because there's so much into all that of coming back of, of what the good things that are going on at the university. But uh, talking with the talking with Wes and those guys when they came on to my show one of the big things was is that it was important for them people to come back and fans to come back but important for you guys to be able to win games at home at Memorial Stadium how much of an emphasis is that you put on that this season
0: well well Jerry, we put a big emphasis on it because uh, one of the goals we have for our football team is to win all of our home games and when you say that you're a legitimate program uh you need a home field advantage and we feel like we can have that here uh there's a lot of history to our stadium here uh we have a great group of uh fans but we have a great student body too and a lot of that energy that you talk about is from our students and in the past you know they hadn't been at as many too many as many games as we would like but it's a new day and uh people are coming out they're taking notice we have a responsibility to put a better product on the football field, and we've been working towards that. But in order for us to have this rebirth of our program, it's about packing Memorial Stadium each Saturday. And this combination, of course, the fans, their energy, and, a, and, a, and us on the football field, we should be tough to beat.
2: I'm actually laughing now because I was telling Sean about the story. Uh, that day of uh, the press conference and being down in Champaign, there was, there was something magical that happened that day and you being announced as head football coach, and I felt it. And I'm a University of Miami alum. And I played there, and I felt like, man, I might need to get me some orange and blue to rock on my on my shirt here. It, you, We sat down and we talked about social media, and I said, Coach, are you going to get a Twitter account? And you joked, and you were like, yeah, you know it's going to come. You're on Twitter. You're active. How have you seen – social media so far being a college coach and how that affects recruiting how it affects your players and how it's kind of changed the game of college football
0: well i think times are ever changing and you have to adjust to the time you know jerry my, i'm an r&b guy i love r&b music but i listen to rap too you have to change a little bit with the times yeah. social media is a big part of it it's a great way to communicate to get the message out. You want to talk to the fans as much as possible and give them some inside information that's going on. So uh we're gonna do that. And I'm just like our football team, I'm growing, you know, as a person that's that's on social media. But again, we want to get the message out to our fans as much as possible and feel like we can interact with them that way. There's a lot that we have to, to go over here. There's so much special going on at our university. You know, uh, diversity. We talk about diversity, and that's a big deal for me. Uh, You look at the University of Illinois, you know, we have an African-American chancellor, pretty proud of that fact. Uh, And that just kind of sends a message that we're an inclusive university with everyone.
1: Speaking of diversity and the world evolving and everything happening with social media and all the news negative and positive in this world, have you had a chance to sit down and talk to your young players, especially your young African American players, about the Colin Kaepernick stance that he's taken in the NFL and what LeBron James and his friends did at the ESPYs and the speech that they gave with social consciousness? Have you had a chance to sit down and talk to your players about how to respond to that, how to receive it, and if they do want to express themselves, this is how we're going to do it here at the University of Illinois.
0: Well, as for Sean, as for these specific incidents. No, but that's just a general part of what I'm preaching, we're doing. I think on on anything in life, you, you're constantly talking and preaching and teaching about how you handle certain situations. My message to our football team, number one, is that I want everyone to voice their opinion, have a voice on what's going on in our world. I want our guys to all vote and, and say who they support and the reasons why. And it's just not... Uh, The political part of what's going on in the world is everything that's happening in society, because if you don't say anything, you agree with what's being said. So I want them to have a voice. And And if something is important to some of our players, one of our players, it's important to all of us. So that's the message. And as far as how I would handle that situation, I mean, there are rights that we all have. It's as simple as that. We all don't agree and have the same opinion on everything in society. But that's the beauty of living here in America. You get a chance to voice your opinion as long as it's not uh, you know, badgering or belittling someone else.
1: And on the field, you guys get to make a statement coming up here on Saturday night at home. You called it a measuring stick as the North Carolina Tar Heels come in. And your players were very, very excited about saying we must win at home this season. So going forward from game one, What do you need to improve upon to get a victory against North Carolina on Saturday night?
0: Sean, we, again, we, you look at our score, it says that we did a lot of things well, but I'm saying all areas. I mean, we had too many penalties. Uh, We left a lot of plays on the field. Uh, We had a couple more opportunities to get takeaways on the defensive side. So we're not a finished product by any means. But you do get to a game uh, early on when you're, when you're new in your, your program, like we are, that is a measuring stick when you have a good opponent coming in, and in our case, at home, prime time. So many things. So we're we're putting a big emphasis on this game. Yes, we are. We're not shying away from that at all. We were embarrassed by this team last year also. So we're excited about playing at, at home, and uh, we need to play better than we did last week because we're really playing a good football team in North Carolina.
2: Well, coach, we're going to let you go after this one. I, I, I people would be upset with me if I didn't ask this question. But uh, your name's been coming up a lot here in Chicago over the last couple of days, with Robbie Gold being uh, released by the Bears. Uh, just uh, one of your guys, I know you had a relationship with him, and just your, your thoughts on his career, uh, long career with the Chicago Bears.
0: Yes, I mean there are you know there's quite a it's a big group of guys that I had an opportunity to coach there in Chicago that I feel like, I mean, these are guys that are family for life. Robbie is one of those. Did so much for our team. For me personally, we again, we still have a relationship. Uh, I guess all things, good things, come to an end. But what a great career Robbie Gold had, you know, uh, for the Chicago Bears and not just on the field. You just look at all the things Robbie did off of the football field. But, you know, if it's if it's a part of his will to continue playing, that's great. But just looking at his time there, uh, it's a career that, that, of course, he and and all Chicago Bears fans should be just proud of and think of finally from now on.
2: Well, Coach, we appreciate your time as always. We look forward to talking to you down the line. And good luck this weekend against UNC. And uh, I'm going tell you what, my son decides to play football I don't got any eligibility left, but uh, the man that you are—the man I got a chance to meet and get to know—you uh, are a stand-up man, and I, any dad out there, or mom out there, should be very grateful to be able to send their kid to you to play for you, sir.
0: Well, I appreciate that, Jared. I know you're—you uh, know—you're a Miami guy. I understand that. But uh, my wife and I went to Tulsa University too. But you can still support our team. There's a spot for you down here anytime. You know that. All right.
2: All right. I appreciate it. Good luck, and we'll talk soon.
0: Take care. All right.
2: Bye. Lovey Smith here on Down in Distance. Had a chance to talk with him. It's the coach, man. I got chill bumps. But uh, as always, man, we were here. Now we're gone.